Glad to see Tyler's still in a bathrobe. Yeah, well, it's cold here. Still living his best life. I think it might be fused to his body at this point. <laughs> that, that's just part, part of the skin. Grown into an anatomical collar. This is him being nude. It's as close to nude as he gets now. <laughs> there are dozens of us. Tuesday, Tuesday podcast episode 490. I'm Sam Ginsberg, and here is the Caroline Ellison of podcasting, Tyler Dryblatt. Well, that was pretty good, Sam. I think you, uh, your voice remained a little longer than FTX did. So there you go. I'm See, I got on the court. I, I got today's reference. Good for me, or this week's yeah. reference. Uh, Boris, I'm sure you did too, because you're plugged in. Uh, I just had to Google it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Boris is here, everybody. I am somewhat plugged in, I would say. (laughs) You're not king of the crypto? I'm not. I am probably on record on this show saying crypto is dumb. Crypto is dumb. (laughs) Way before, uh, wait, back when only 90% of the world was saying crypto is dumb, and now I think we're up to like 99-ish. Which, you know, one percent of the world is still pretty uh pretty large. So Sam, what are you trying to say? If someone could explain that scandal to me, actually, that would be great. Because the first art the first time I heard of FTX, it was believe it or not, FTX is out of business. And I was like, Who? So they're like a big crypto exchange. And so the first of all, using a crypto exchange is stupid if you're gonna have crypto just keep it in a wallet on like a hard drive or something you fucking idiot um so it's like a crypto exchange like a crypto bank and like banks are supposed to have enough assets on hand to cover all the money that is supposedly in their bank but ftx did not mostly because it seems like some of the people like one you called me today um might have been uh taking people's money and investing it in this like speculative side business that they They were Playing, playing with, yeah. uh, not playing with house money if you're the person, but playing with house money if you're the the house. Yeah, uh, which, which is also uh, known as fraud. Right, which is not something you're supposed to do. And then when they got caught, they kept sort of like this this you know Sam Bakeman freed the like head guy, the founding guy, whatever, just kept coming out being like, oh, it was such a big accident. Like I'm so sorry. I don't know how all this money went missing. And it's like, bro, you invested it somewhere. Yeah, and and he's like, oh, it's so weird that that happened. Like, I can't believe it. Like, how did all that money just go straight to my account? I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because he was, like, a very public figure, and he was, like, super into this, like, weird capitalist uh, almsgiving where he would be like, I'm going to make a shit ton of money, and then I'm going to donate it to all these causes, including, like, every Democratic politician. Yeah. Uh, So he's just been, like making a shit ton of money, stealing it from his customers, and then, like, giving away some of it and acting like that justifies it. I don't know. It's fucking But anyway, we're here to talk about beer. That's right. Yes, of course. So what kind of beer you got, Boris? Uh, I have Lord Hobo's Atomic Doom. (laughs) Lord Hobo, somebody who is not invested in crypto. That's right. It's, it's, It's us. The, the chumps of the world who just <laughs> here with our, our physical gold. Um, yeah, so this is a black double IPA with coffee. Um, I had to look up the ABV because it doesn't say it on the can, which is kind of annoying, but this is 8%. Um, okay. Why wouldn't you print that? I don't know. This is annoying. It, it's like kind of a limited release. So this came from, uh, I guess, Dipping into my content here, we had our, our big, our second annual holiday party last night, and uh, someone brought a mixer of Lord Hobo beers, which they tend to make pretty heavy IPAs and such. Um, so again, black double IPA with coffee. That is black. Black as night. It is. Um, 
I don't know. It just kind of tastes like a really hoppy stout. Like, I don't really get much coffee. That's too bad. Black IPAs are weird that way. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little bit in the nose, but, like, I don't I don't think I would know this had coffee in it if you didn't tell me. Um, otherwise, it's not bad, honestly. Just a little, little off from what I was promised. For sure. For now, pass it back to you. All right. I have uh I also have a gift beer. Somebody I work with gave me this beer. It is uh Benedictiner Fest beer. So it's gonna be fucking boring, bro. It's five point eight percent ABV. It poured out with not much head. It's a pretty clear kind of deep yellow. It smells like a classic lager. Mm. A little sweet. A little, a little crackery in the middle, but then it gives way to almost like... Hmm. I'm not sure what that is. Maybe a little fruitiness at the back. It's like sweet, cracker, fruity. I get a little bit. Weird. Not like tropical fruit, like, I don't know, I'm having trouble placing this one. Almost apricot maybe? Yeah. It's it's fine. There's more going on here than I thought there would be. Um, but they're not, they're like also subtle flavors. It's not like the most exciting shit in the world. Well, you have roughly 45 minutes to unpack it. I hope I can do it. Sam, what do you have? Well, as you'll recall, last week I had a pickle beer, mm-hmm. um, and I think this beer complements it well. Uh, a pickle is a great side to to what dish? The trash a, can. A Reuben. A Reuben? Extremely close, Boris. This week I have Pipeworks Brewing Company, Pastrami on Rye. Oh. Oh, even better uh, than is, Ruben in my in my book, but uh Ruben seemed more universal. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh this is a rye ale with smoked malt, brown sugar, black pepper, coriander, uh red pepper, and mustard seed. That actually uh, sounds good as hell. Comes yeah. in at eight point one percent. Um You get a little bit of smoke in the nose, but it's mostly just malty. There's a lot going on here. I get the smoke and the brown sugar. Um, I don't get the, like, more savory elements, like the the mustard and the pepper. Um, But... There's a lot going on at the back that is confusing to me. So uh kind of like you, Tyler, I might have to take my time with this one and, and see if I can figure it out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, let's go and figure out what happened to Wild Beer Co., shall we? From TheGuardian.com, it's our first article. Treated like a chump, Wild Beer Co.'s collapse leaves bitter taste for backers. So this is very much in the line of FTX. Well, maybe not very much in the line, but it it has some similarities. Um, Wild Beer Company was a uh, UK, or is, I guess, a uh, UK brewing company um, that was doing pretty well, like exporting shit and making beer, and they wanted to build a cool new destination brewery. So they turned to crowdfunding to raise the, the money to do it. And then, lo and behold, uh, it's not going to happen. When this stuff happens, I always wonder where the money went. Like, did someone just throw it in a briefcase and run away? Or was it, like, aggressively misspent such that they didn't get the thing that they said they were going to get? Yeah, so I think, again, without really having looked into it too much... I think what happened is they had this idea that they were going to need, like, X amount of money to to build this place. And then, like, the pandemic hit, and then prices went up, 
and a whole bunch of other shit, and they were just like, actually, we were way off, and so now we can't build this thing. Sorry, folks. So they didn't spend any of the money, so they could just give it back to the investors and say, sorry. Well, I think they did. Right? I think they did spend it. So they built it, but nobody came to put it in I, Field of Dreams parlance. Yeah, that's not what was promised to me by Field of Dreams. <laughs> right. The Invisible Men in the Cornfield definitely told me something different. Yeah. Uh. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Here's something. Uh-oh. Here's something that I missed the first time around. Um. So it says, uh, they sought to reassure backers in 2020 that the project was still on the cards, but admitted to local media they had spent the crowdfunded money on equipment to boost capacity. So they spent it on something that they did not promise. I think that's also called fraud. Yeah, this is fraud. I guess uh, this is all, this is all Britain shit. So like, we're kind of coming at it from a, from being non-lawyers in the U.S. as opposed to non-lawyers in right. the, or non, non-barristers, I think is what they call it there. Yes. Uh, uh, some but, of them with the wigs. I know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but we've done a lot of these kind of British law articles on the show, so I would actually feel pretty confident that these people are going to get most of their money back. The The investors are? Yeah. From... Uh, from the company, because the company still exists. Like, they're still making and exporting and selling beer. They just don't have this fucking brew pub they were going to make. Oh, so then they don't... So then if they have this money sitting around, why are they... Why did no, they... No, they, they spent it on things they weren't supposed to spend it on. No, I know. I'm thinking, like... Yeah. It, if they have the money now to give back then yeah. probably they had the money three years ago that they could have done it without crowdfunding. I don't know. That crowdfunding don't know. is for people that can't afford to do it themselves and can't get backing from banks and shit. But I do think it says in the article that there's, like, a process that people can go through to file a, a grievance. And uh, so that's why I think that they'll Sounds probably... Sounds like a class action. Yeah. yeah and so and that. That shit is uh, this, strong in the UK. Yeah, this company called Crowdcube apparently managed to, like, just collecting the money, and they take a 7% cut yeah, on well, a, lot of, a lot of money. So they said that they made more than £120,000 uh, on this brewery. So imagine, like, how happened. much money just goes straight to the person, like, who gets you your money. Yeah. Fucking wild. Like they might not be able to. I don't. I don't think they're gonna get all of their money back. But I think they might get a decent amount. Like I don't know that they're gonna get that seven percent back. You know? Oh yeah. No. I, I mean seven percent. You think they'll get anything? I don't think they'll get anything back. Really? You don't think so? I like like. I feel like we've done a lot of articles where people have filed suits about being misled in the UK and have won. That's true. I don't I don't know much about how it works in the UK, but I feel like in the US they'd be like, eh, you knew the risks when you got in. Fuck you. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That actually used to be like eighty percent of the US economy was just flim flam guys going from town to town buying instruments for the local band and uh making money and then you just like go to the next town and they're like, What are you gonna do? I'm I'm over here now. You don't have the internet, you can't find me. Okay, yeah, I, I would completely agree with you if this was in the U.S. I just think because it's in the U.K., I think they've got a decent chance. Honestly, now I'm thinking of making Dr. Harold Hill into a D&D character. <laughs> and just going from town to town selling things I don't have and running away with the money. And then probably getting tracked down by orcs at some point. Yes. Classic orcs. You would have, like, yeah, the music man comes through, and then the orc raid party comes through. Or they maybe they're, like, their own kind of music man, and they would give different instruments to the kids and be like, no, nah, no, nah, fuck these instruments, they're garbage. Here's some real ones. 76 sli- uh, sliced hands. 
<laughs> Man, that that joke wasn't good, and you didn't land it. 76 trombones or something like that. Oh, crushed like, bones. You're right. Fuck. It, it Fuck. ends in trombone. It ends in bone, Shit. Tyler. It was right there. 76 crushed bones is a good joke as opposed to a not good joke. Yeah. 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 Well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I know what you're going to do. You're going to tell us about this holiday party you went to. Ah. Um, or anything else you've done in the past six weeks. Yeah, I mean, the holiday party. It's just we hosted we hosted it last night. It's we, I think we probably had about 20 people. Uh, now, is this, a, is this a friend or a work holiday party? Uh, just friends. Okay, all right, okay. Um, some, some friends from work, some friends from other places. Um, now, how does – I'm sorry, this is supposed to be about you and your content, but I'm just asking the questions. How yeah. does everybody feel about a work party of any kind, holiday or otherwise? Depends on the work. Yeah? I wouldn't go to a work party at my current work uh-huh. at all, at all, at all. Like, I would – I have have and often do – party with my coworkers. That but, but that's not what are, I'm saying. Right. Specifically a work party. But so you're saying you wouldn't go to the work party at your current work, but you've had jobs where you might go to the work party? When I was hell yeah. When I worked <laughs> in Arter Hall as uh, a calc tutor, if my coworkers would have been my professors. That would have ruled. <laughs> I could have seen Professor Barry get drunk that would have ruled. I'm not sure that's exactly in the, the the spirit of what I was saying, but um, I'm going to move on to Boris. Uh, I have gone to many a uh, many a holiday party uh, at at the office or through the office at. Oh, me else. too. But how do you feel about it? Do you like it? Do you dislike it? Uh good. Honestly, like I think they're fun. I think it's a good time. I think it's fun to see how every once in a while someone comes through who just absolutely cannot uh, control their drinking in a an office-like environment. Uh, and then I usually just don't, you know, I'm not going in on like a Saturday night, right? It's usually yeah. just like, oh, here's some free alcohol after work and pizza or snacks. And I'm like, okay, works for me. And I've, I've tended to like the people that I work with enough that I'm like, oh, I'll spend an hour or two here hanging out with you guys. You're fun. All right. I fucking hate a work party. I yeah. do not do not want to go. Don't want to have anything to do with it. No, actually, if we could, we could go back to Boris for a second, what's it like to not be a malcontent? <laughs> uh, bright, sunny. Yeah, really. That's fucking uh, exhausting. Yeah, you know, waking up waking up every day with a smile on your face. Uh, yeah, I went it, to is, one. it is kind of exhausting. I went to one that I thought was okay. We won, like, the Delaware Park System won some fucking award, so they had a party at Dogfish Head, actually. Oh, and so cool. I, went, I went to that, but, like, yeah. you know, I like, every job I've worked at, they're like, yeah, we're going to have, like, a holiday potluck or whatever. And I'm just like, can I fucking not? Like, Yeah, I mean, I wanna... the ones where they're like, why don't you all do the work? And yeah. Like, Wait a minute. Right. What if you had a... A holiday party when you worked for Brooks for Parkhurst. That would have been crazy. That would have been crazy. That's we had a lot of characters working. Fucking Omelet Jack, that guy whose name I forget, who's always asking if she got a friend and where to party at. He got fired. Also, I I worked there briefly. Yeah. He uh, he got fired for stealing steaks. A couple people got fired for stealing frozen steaks. Just can't. Can't resist the siren call of those steaks, baby. I mean, they have some street value. I guess. If there's a lot of them, I would I would probably take one home. I don't know. You'd get fired. Uh, my favorite coworker well, I wouldn't though, get was caught, Tyler. <laughs> oh, that's there you go. My Obviously. my favorite coworker was uh, the one who kept talking about how like if anybody stepped to him, he was going to get an AK and shoot everybody. And then some people actually stepped to him, and he called campus security. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (sighs) So funny. But uh, So, yeah, so you hosted a party for your friends. Um, Do you have party activities? Like, do you plan out a whole thing to do? Um, Well, part of the tradition is uh, Ruth panics about how we don't have enough food and makes me 
not makes me, she went with me, but we went out and bought a shit ton of food. And then of course everyone like brought food too. And so, yeah. uh, now we have a lot of food. Um, That's so we good. did that. And then we, we have just acquired a ton of just, I think through like three or four friends moving and giving us all their alcohol, we have all these like liquor bottles that we don't like, we don't really drink tequila or rum much. So we put all that out and try to get people to, to drink as much of that as they can. But the problem is that now we're pretty old and boring and like a few people are pregnant and a few people don't drink for various reasons. Uh, so about two thirds of the party was drinking it all. And everyone who drank was like, oh, I got to drive home. So I'm going to have like yeah. two beers and then like a non-alcoholic beer, even though I still drink because I'm just I don't know because I wanted that. So it was overall a very tame affair. We did not do any sort of formal games or uh, partying uh party activities except eat all the food <laughs> that's a good game it's tough man <laughs> and i'm i'm just trying to think about how many straws i would need to thread into each other to get from here to your house if you're trying to get rid of some tequila cuz oh, i yeah? could help you but i can't get there oh yeah no you'd have to come visit but uh yeah, we had, like, two little bottles, and then, like, for Ruth's Bachelorette, they got this, like, Kirkland tequila giant oh. thing, uh, and, of course, they, they drank, like, the top inch of it. Yeah. And, uh, so Are you trying to... to get me to go to Costco? Do you do you work for Costco, and you're trying no. to get me to sign up? I'm trying to get you to come visit me, Sam. Big fucking bucket of tequila. Yeah. <laughs> I, guess, yeah I didn't know that's what it took, but if that's what it takes... Tequila makes my tummy hurt so bad, but oddly enough, mezcal does not. What is odd? Because you're fucking fancy. I, Everyone's I always saying, like, Tyler, drive lap. Fancy bitch. I don't think anybody's ever... I think it's because it's made of different parts of the agave plant. I don't know what's separate. I thought mezcal was just, like, smoky tequila, but what did I Yeah, know? I think it's made of, like, the, the core of it or whatever, whereas tequila is, like... Uh, the the fat like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like they're not leaves. The, the the fruit part. Yeah, the fruity part. I actually don't know what like agave. Oh, kind of looks like a cactus, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So like okay. the the limbs. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I got you. It's like the little palm fronds. Whatever aloe comes in that. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. All right, let's get back to articles. What are we going to look at this time? Um, let's say no thank you to this next guy from KMPH.com. Man arrested for stealing beer found with empty bottles and fake gun, police say. Eh, that kind of rules, actually. I like this guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, that's why I picked this. Not because it's that interesting of an article, but I like that the guy, so he had a fake gun. It wasn't a real gun, so it's not actually, you know, threatening. Uh, what's the fucking charge? Like, assault with a deadly weapon? Yeah, that one. Assault with a deadly weapon. Um, It wouldn't be assault anyway, would it? it, There's something like, like, threatening with a weapon or something like that. Okay. But it's a fake gun. And then I just love that he, like, this wasn't a, a long con. This was like a short term. He stole the beer, immediately drank it, and was caught. Yeah, uh, so, I love it. So, like, I'm, I guess, I'm glad this guy was caught, because this guy did a crime, and he should be charged with his crime and convicted yeah. if if proven guilty. But there's, like, a kind of a scale of, like, what should law enforcement be up to? And, like, the top of the scale is, I guess, like, catching serial killers. And the bottom is traffic tickets. I guess below traffic tickets is harassing black people that are minding their own business. But in terms of like what they're actually supposed to do, right, right, right. would be um, traffic tickets. This is pretty low towards the bottom of like, sure, I'm glad that this crime was solved, but there's probably something they better they could have been doing. They had a... <laughs> It's just such well, a minor, weird little thing. I don't. So it says they like tracked him down, but 
But then it shows a picture from the crime scene, and it's like the fake gun and beer bottles clearly in the backseat of a car. So I think he stole this beer, got drunk, was driving unsteadily, and the cops are like, oh, this is the fucking guy who just stole all that beer. Uh (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I would put pulling over a drunk driver above catching this guy. It just so happens they they got a two-for-one on that. I sort of struggle to place, like, because I feel like this happens a lot where people do, like, an armed robbery with a fake gun, and then they'll be like, oh, well, like, I won't get in as much trouble if it's a fake gun, which, on the one hand, yeah, I'd rather they have a fake gun than a real gun. But I feel like terrorizing people with a fake gun should be should be up there in the list of crimes, because I don't want to have to live in a world where it's like, oh, most of these guns are fake, but some of them aren't. You have That's to guess. True. That's true. Which one's which? Anybody ever it's more, life more exciting, though, doesn't it? It does. It's like a literal Russian roulette of which gun is real. Has anybody ever been menaced with the weapon in real life? I have not, no. No. Seems like you'd remember. I got I got I got mugged, but there were no weapons involved. Yeah. My brother was working as a he was a temp as a teller. Uh and on his like last day he got held up. Jesus. Yeah, somebody put a gun in his face. <laughs> oh, Crazy. no. I'd yeah. be like, well, you don't have to point it at me. Just point it away from me. No, exactly. <laughs> he was like, it. I'm going to give you all the money, but, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Can you but, not uh, point it at me? Yeah. It was a very unpleasant experience for him, but I'm laughing. I don't know. I mean, well, you yeah. hate your brother. I don't hate him, but it is cool. Then, you've, then, you've, then you've grown since college if you don't hate him. Well, that's nice. But it's certainly funny. I don't know. Boris, what were you saying? I said, I've never met your brother, so I think I can laugh. Yeah. Um, When I was living in Burlington, a guy asked me for money, and I said I didn't have any money. And then he took out a knife, but I got on the bus that was coming. So I don't know if he was, like, trying to rob me or if he was just like, here, look at this knife that I just pulled out of my ass crack. But I didn't hang out long enough to find out. So I'm going to say I also have not been menaced. If he would have waited another five seconds, he was going to take an apple out of his other pocket and just <laughs> eat was, an apple that cool way they do on TV. It was not out of his pocket. I said his ass crack because that's where he pulled it from. Okay. He should probably wash it first if he's going to eat food with it. Probably. Yeah. Where did the Where's the apple going to come from, though, I wonder? Uh. Uh, he's got huge foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> Like a baby's arm clutching an apple. Sam, you didn't have to say that. I know you thought about it. I know it crossed your mind. <laughs> you were like, I'm reaching a point of no return. I can either say it yeah. or not. Yeah, this episode hasn't been that nasty. So I got kind of just trying to hit a quota here. We get a tax break if we're nasty enough in every episode. I was going to say, we got to keep the advertisers. What do you think like the largest diameter scrotum was? Not so scrotum, now, I'm sorry, not scrotum, foreskin, foreskin, foreskin. I'm now, sorry. Tyler, we already have the quota, so we don't actually have to do this. You want to save it for next week? No, I'm curious. Well, so yeah, I'm thinking of that guy. Save it for next week when I'm not here. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, Boris, you actually, is... you can probably help more than we can, because if memory serves from that hidden camera I had in your bathroom, uh, you're the only one on the call with foreskin. If this is another episode that ends in me measuring my foreskin, <laughs> stop it right here and say, no, I will not be doing that. I will not be uh, partaking for your amusement. I mean, the, but also, like, like, stretched yeah. and not stretched, like. No, well, like, no, I think stretched is, is in the in the realm of the game. Well, I've only ever had to stretch it a certain amount. Right, sure. or like one number that it matters if it can stretch that. Yeah, much. yeah, 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 it's yeah. Like, what's up? Whatever. Uh, is that so. is that apple? Yes, it's the diameter of whichever apple you happen to be holding at the time. Maybe start with a clementine and work your way up. A clementine? Jesus Christ! Start with smaller than an apple. Or a grape. All right, um, let's name every fruit in order of size. Uh, <laughs> Cherries, probably watermelon. Uh, oh, cherries. I know we're going the other How direction. Blueberry, that's smaller. Blueberries are pretty small. That's probably the smallest one you're gonna get. It's pretty small. One of those main ones. I think you Man, could. How do you get blueberries? Do you think 
cramming your foreskin. I don't even have a foreskin, and I still think I could get a blueberry in there. Blueberries yeah, are absolutely. tiny. Um, no, I just, like, the first thing I was the guy who injected all of that, like, what was silicon? It, like, sil- silicon into his wiener. But that wasn't really his foreskin. That was just, like, dick meat. Yeah. Silicone? Silicone, yeah. Silicone, yeah. <laughs> He had a yeah, super yeah. high tech penis. Just making, yeah. <laughs> His dick had Bluetooth. No more blue uh, balls for him, just Bluetooth. Was that funny? Was that good? Let's move on to our next article. <laughs> I guess I don't know. No, no, it's I don't a, know how not, the fuck we get out of here. It's not article time. You got to tell us something now. You said so. Boris told us about his Christmas party, and now you have to tell us about your Hanukkah events. That's how we maintain balance on the podcast. Uh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, Hanukkah it would be my content, but I try to – so I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I find often when hosts I like become parents, the show just becomes listen to this cute thing my kid did every week, and I'm like, that's not what I'm here for. Shut up. But you're so about to do I, Right. I like to sequester all of my parental talk to my spinoff podcast, Bjorn to Be Wild. So three comes out in a few weeks. Once every 50 weeks, it comes out. Um, Episode three coming soon. Um, But, I I mean, all I got is this parenting bit. So um, so three sacks got me... uh, some Hanukkah presents. It's always, it's weird in the, I guess you would call it an interfaith household that I, that's, I think a generous way to put, uh, where I live. Cause I don't think of myself as having faith, but, um, there's, there's Hanukkah and Christmas happening here. So in that respect, it's an interfaith household. Um, and so she got me my Hanukkah presents, uh, and they're parenting based. So I got a I got a book on like games to play with kids, which was sort of like a gag gift type of a thing. Um but the cooler thing that I got is you guys know um I don't know if you guys had these as a kid. I didn't, but I had friends who did and I was jealous. Um sorry, envious rather. Uh precision of language is important. Um I didn't say this, anything, I just rolled my eyes. You, yeah, that's why I commented. <laughs> Uh, those, those mats that have, like, uh, roads on them, and they, like, kind of look like top-down maps, if you know what I'm talking about. Um, so, Three Stacks got me a t-shirt where the back is that, and a 10-pack of Hot Wheels. The idea being, you can put on this t-shirt and lie down on your tummy, and your kid will just play, uh, with cars on your back, and technically... It counts as you parenting, even though you're just lying there. So, so exactly what kind of indictment is this of your parenting ability? <laughs> the kids I don't, don't want to see your face anymore. Could you just kind of like... <laughs> uh, yeah. I would say it's not an indictment of my parenting ability as much as my uh, parenting vigor. I just... I can parent really well for 45 minutes, and then I'm like, you guys are so fucking boring. So this way, if I need a break, I can just slide down on my tummy and be like, get the Hot Wheels, kids. I'm chilling. Because both both gifts were like ways to get you interacting with your kids. I'm like, Sam, are you just ignoring your children? Well, well the other one was, I think the title of the book was like, uh, games for dads where you can lay down. So, so like, so one of them is called Buried Treasure, and it's tell the kids that you're a treasure chest, and they have to bury you, or else the pirates will find you. And they're supposed to like put blankets and pillows on top of you. So that's a great way to die. How heavy do you think pillows are, dog? And a bunch of blankets. There was this dude back in the day who uh, was showered with robes as gifts and smothered under them. Yeah, not by two-year-olds he wasn't. Two-year-olds can't lift things good. As far as you know. Yeah, as far as I know from my experience that I have. 
Anyway, anyway, go on with this book about how your children can kill you. That's it. What's the next one? Stab Daddy with Knives? Tell your kids uh, you're a Hawaiian uh, roast? Let's play Put Daddy in the Car, Close the Doors, and Turn On. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's make Daddy Blue. <laughs> that, yeah, you've named them. I feel like you might have read this book. Tyler, should we write this book? <laughs> I think we should. All right. 25 games for dads who aren't so sure they want to be on this planet anymore. <laughs> if this were a podcast that had, like, listeners and we monetized it and it had, like, an exclusive Patreon, I feel like it would be an interview with Three Stacks where we talk about whether or not she needs help parenting her children. I mean, she's definitely a better parent than I am. That's unequivocal. How so? How I, so? Explain. I don't think anyone doubted that. Well, I mean, a, a big part of it is she's so much more patient than I am. Right. Uh, I just I just get bored, and they're so annoying sometimes. And and also part of it is that she can produce milk from her breasts, and I right, can't right, right, do right. that. Um, but I think also part of it is just well, I mean, you can. Thing. You can. <laughs> and uh, not a lot, and not a high quality, but you could do true. it. Right. What? You can. You could do it. Now are we moving on to the next article? So, well, so it's no, really, I have to Google this. So, well, I mean, you should Google it. But um, it's, it's, it's a very erotic, common occurrence. So. It, <laughs> it's a very common occurrence in this household that um, the elder child, the president of space, will need someone to amuse her, and I'll be like, hey, here's a book. Can I read you this book? And she'll just say, no, mama, and grab the book out of my hand and take it to her mother, and then her mother will read her the book. No, I mean, so I think children up to a certain age, like, just are naturally going to prefer their mother because they literally popped out of that. So I get that. But I guess my curiosity is more of, like, the, 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 like, the, the boredom thing. Like, is she just, like more amused by their antics than you are? And she just, like, no, I, finds it, like, more entertaining than you, or what? I don't think so. I think she's just a better person than I am. Oh, I think okay. I think she gets bored and soldiers on, and I get bored and figure out if there's a way I can dick around on my phone. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay, there all are right. There are definitely places where I'm, I'm quote-unquote, better. Yeah. Those are mostly um, roughhousing-based, like um, mm-hmm. when it's bath time, we turn on the tub and then wrestle in bed for, like, ten minutes while the tub fills up. Yeah. Uh, she can say rock bottom now, which is a wrestling move. She can request specific wrestling moves for me to do on her, uh, which is rad. Um and mom can't do that. Sure, sure. I, I tried a, to teach three sex how to do a rock bottom the other day. She, she can't fucking do it. It's ridiculous. Now, are you a are you a disciplined daddy? Uh, I wouldn't say that. I don't think she's really old enough to get to to, to like really understand being disciplined. Yeah. Um, but I'm much firmer. Sure. Like. One more means one more when I say it. And one more means one more unless you really want more than that. Gotcha. Um, Which might play into why I am not the preferred parent. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, if I let him read me this book, that's the last book. That's unfortunate. I'm going to go see if I can weasel a couple out of mom. It's tough to tell how insidious it is and how much he's thinking it through versus just remembering more positive experiences with mom. So yeah, I think mom. it's, it's yeah. much more like a base instinct at that point to just be like, no, that's not how I pictured this going in my head. <laughs> Although she does have some degree of upper level reasoning now because she started lying. <laughs> oh. She's, there's a, a little tiny plastic slide and she slid down the slide. She went down head first, which she doesn't usually do, and then did it wrong and was saying, owie, owie, owie. 
and we asked what happened, and she said, James hurt me. James is one of her little friends at daycare. Like, we know James didn't hurt you. We're right here. <laughs> that she went down, does it again. Owie, 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 Beans hurt me. Beans is what she calls one of the dogs. She, she was on the other yeah. side of the room. It was not the dog. She just, she's just, she's just trying to start shit, I think. Devious. So, like, it's good, it's good how bad she is at lying, because it's so obvious. But the next step is me being like, I don't know if I'm being lied to, you know? Mm. I'm so proud of her. Well. <laughs> it's the circle. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard out there. There's all kinds of fake news. Your two-year-old is lying <laughs> to you. amen brother um let's go to one media source we can trust for our last article theguardian.com oh yeah pint of order (laughs) oh that's a good one new york judge asks the jury to define beer in corona case i think we kind of touched on this a while ago um so, uh, Modelo is suing Constellation Brands for selling, uh, Corona branded hard cider. Um, this comes down to like a bunch of weird antitrust shit. Like, because AB InBev wanted to merge with some fools, they had to spin off some other companies to Constellation. And so there are basically like two companies that kind of can use, uh, the, uh, the, the fucking, uh, Corona, uh, name, but Constellation is only supposed to be able to use it when selling beer, and now they're selling hard seltzer that's branded as Corona, so Modelo, who's supposed to have use of it on other stuff, is asking them to stop, but the judge, uh, is sending it to a jury, which I think is really bizarre, because, like, we know what beer is. There's a definition of beer. In fact, the judge says, quote, Modelo has more dictionaries on its side of this debate over the meaning of beer than does Constellation, but the fact remains that dictionaries, however important, do not resolve this case. Don't they? I mean, if the... These, these is... facts certainly point in one direction... But what's more important than facts is other factors. Being pedantic, right, Sam? I mean, <laughs> it seems like it seems like facts and pedantry are both on the same side here. So you are you are firmly on the side that it is, uh, you know, if if they said you can only use this for beer, they would not be allowed to use it for seltzer. I, I'm I'm more criticizing the judge for. for this like this this argument he's making doesn't really make sense to me. It, oh, it feels a little bit like he's putting his thumb on the scale, which is not really what a judge is supposed to do. Like make a judgment or let the jury make a judgment. Yeah. Don't 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 try and sway the jury. That's not your job. It seems it just seems odd that if you have a definition for something that you're just like, no, we have to actually find out the definition, even though like everybody agrees, we got to really find out what it is. You know, like, do they go to court to, like, determine what, like, steel actually is? No, because everybody fucking knows. It's already determined. It's an alloy of iron and something else that I'll never know. Uh, bronze? No, copper. No. RuneScape is not helping me here, because you mixed I'll never know! Um, If if Skyrim's any indication, it's Corundum, which I think they might have made up. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure it's just, up. like, carbonized iron. Okay, so RuneScape huh. was pretty close, then. But, in any case, um, Boris, why? You seem like you're you're on the, a little bit of the devil's advocate here. I'm sort of on the fence about, about the actual... Like, I agree with Sam that it's a little weird that the judge is like, I have things to say, and wasn't just like, all right, Jerry, you figure this out. But uh, I actually don't know, really, whether, like... It is in the I don't know if this is like a spirit of the law thing where they're like, you can use this for beer and then they use it for seltzer. And they're like, we didn't say that. 
I'm like kind of leaning on the side of like, yeah, I said beer. This is clearly not beer, but you know, beer in a casual sense is like a light drink. Like, I don't know. I can see seltzer fitting in there. I think it's, I, I don't know. I think beer has certain base ingredients that need to be like, I'm not going by the German purity code or anything like that, you know, but I do think there are base ingredients that have to be met that seltzer doesn't intrinsically have. Yeah. I, I think when you write a law, you have to write a law with precision. And that's why laws are so like when you actually read a statute, it's so long and difficult to parse because they, they're, the job of it is to has to be encapsul encapsulate everything they mean, and if they meant hard seltzer, they should have said and hard seltzer. Or if they didn't know hard seltzer could be a thing, but they wanted things like hard seltzer to count, then they should have said uh, carbonated alcoholic beverages under six percent alcohol by volume, or something like that. Like right. if if you wrote the law wrong, you wrote the law wrong. Maybe write a new law. That's fine. If if you feel like you missed the mark and you want to go again, go again. But this isn't what you said. So no one's breaking the rules here just by going against the spirit of what you meant. They are breaking the rules because they're doing things uh, saying that hard seltzer counts as beer. Um, oh, I did I, it upside down. You I know think, what I meant. Well, and I think that's part of it, too, is like they're clearly just trying to see what they can get away with. Right. Yeah. Like, This is a let's ask for forgiveness and not permission situation for sure. Which you think someone would have been like, hey, we should ask. And so it makes it seem like this is a conscious decision. And and it seems weird like that. Now, I don't know what kind of jury it is. I assume it's a jury of one's peers. So it's just like 12 random fuckers are now going to decide what beer is. Seems odd. Is this in Mexico or is this in the U.S.? I believe it's in the United States. Oh, it says New York judge, yeah, so. Which is also kind of strange that these two, like, Mexican importing companies are duking it out in New York State Court. Or I guess Constellation is an American company. You know say. See what I did there? U.S. They both cross. They both cross borders, so, like, yeah. they're operating all across North America. I just, it's just like, I a know. strange tangle of business, businessman. <laughs> If you if you were going to go back and try to redefine what beer is, which again I don't think you have to do, wouldn't you think it would be like an industry expert led definition and just like not twelve people who happen to get jury summons? Yeah, like I I definitely think a judge is not qualified to just sort of pontificate on this any more so than a random person. Shouldn't the ATF be responsible for this <laughs> yeah, or something. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems weird. Those three things we just sort of lumped in together. These ones are sins, but they're fine. So they're <laughs> in a bucket together. He's like, beer is uh, shit. I'm like the tobacco guy. I don't really know. I'm filling yeah. in alcohol guys on vacation this week. Yeah. So, uh, just me and firearms. I don't know what you yeah. want from us. <laughs> you I'm don't want to talk to Gun Eddie. You want to talk to me. <laughs> Oh, brother. Seems odd. I don't know. I'm sure we'll have a follow-up, but my takeaway is seems pretty odd. Well, my takeaway is that Tyler needs to tell us what he's been up to lately. Oh, I never do that. Are you crazy? Um, I'll I'll tell you what I've been up to. You won't care. We'll talk about it for two seconds. Wait, Um, ladies and gentlemen, he's taking off the road. I know. It got a little warm. I've been drinking. He's bleeding everywhere. From taking off a layer of his skin, his epidermis has been removed. Yeah, what you didn't see is I had to I had to take it off with a potato peeler. Oof, uh, seeping. I uh, I we also had a holiday party, but it was something that we put on at the park as like a fundraiser. Um, so I work at a World War II era fort, so we have the old 1942 menu. So we uh, did a dinner based around that and, like, brought in a band and, and, like, jazz dancing, or not jazz, like, big band dancing instructors and charged people $90 to come and do all that shit. And so what, uh, you got, like, wild hair and parsnips or some shit? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, no, it was, like, a turkey and something called snowflake potatoes, which is, like, potatoes with sour cream in it or some shit, and, like, a bunch of candied nuts. 
and uh, some other stuff. I don't know. It was pretty decent. It was interesting. I would I would yeah. eat any of that. This yeah. sounds delicious. It, no, it was good. It was cool. Um, it's the first time we've had, like, a dinner event at the fort, so it was pretty successful, and uh, I thought it was nifty. But you don't fucking care. I do. That's cool. Uh, I'm fucking engaging with you, dog. I don't know why you're attacking us. Yeah. Yeah, I had some people over to my house. It wasn't that cool. I told you about it. It was pretty legit. Um, I don't know. The premise of his story was that it wasn't that cool. That's true. Uh, we may, we may keep on doing it. I don't know. Like, we sold 69 nice out of 75, out of 75 available tickets. So that's pretty good. But like, you can't rely on the same people coming back, so we'll have to, like, change it up and do other stuff if we wanted to keep it going. But it was it was interesting. I've wanted to hold the dinner there since I started working there, so I'm glad we got to do it. Cool. Did you cook? Were you, like, a chef? Hell no. This no. I drove the truck. Uh, oh, nice. We took everybody up to where it was happening in a World War II-era truck that I was driving. Nice. If it was, like, historically based, did you do anything for, like curating the menu to make it accurate or anything like that? Yeah, no, we we have the 1942 Christmas menu that they served at Fort Miles, and that's what it was based on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you have the 1943 menu? Because you could just you could just do this whole bit on an, a 79-year delay. No, no, we don't. We don't have every menu, unfortunately. Check the menu I've archives. Got, I've got 42 and 46, oddly enough. Hey, man, I have a feeling that from 42 to 45, they serve the same shit, and you just call it the 43 next year. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, um, uh, like, a bunch of people dressed up. Some, uh, a bunch of the people. So, I'm what's called an interpreter, and as a whole, interpreters are fucking giant nerds who suck. Um, and they all just, like, want to, like, wear old-timey costumes and shit. So, like, everybody I was working with, like, dressed up like it was back in the 40s, and I just wore my Parks uniform. <laughs> you should have you should have worn a red shirt Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just say, they, would, just say they beamed you down through the time portal. Like a lost true. time traveler. <laughs> I mean, there are definitely Star Trek episodes where they're fighting Nazis. That's pretty cool. It's Okay. It's not one of the better episodes, i got to be honest with you. One of these days, I'm going to have to watch Star Trek. There are, like... Not today, Death. <laughs> there are I like, still have never yeah. seen a Star Trek episode. I, I know enough about it. I feel like, having never seen an episode somehow, like, I know most of the characters. So... But. The original Star Trek is actually pretty bad. But there are, like, five episodes that you have to watch just to know what's going on. And Trouble then, with Tribbles. Yeah, Trouble with Tribbles. That's a classic. A couple others. Um, but, uh, and then Next Generation, great. Deep Space Nine, great. Voyager, horrible. Okay. These seem like shows I could half-watch. Like, Big time. Like, have on in the background while I'm working or play phone games the whole time, that type of thing. Is that fair? Uh, yeah, so, I think you kind of got to watch those, like, establishing ones that I mentioned, which also aren't that great, but then you can kind of just dick around. They're hour long, and they only really resolve in the last five minutes, so, you know. I'm, I'm, uh, coming to the end of my current half-watch-at-work show, so maybe I'll do Star Trek next. Alright. I say go for it. If it's on Netflix. Paramount Plus. Fuck that. Never mind. It's also free illegally on the internet if you want to click through, like, a lot of pornography pop-ups. At work? I'm not going to do that. What's terrible is that they're not even humans. It's like anime porn games. Mm. And I'm like, well, I don't anime porn play. games are people, too. I think right. anime porn games should be able to vote. Pretty soon. Well, yeah, if companies get representation in the government. I feel like anime porn should. What's weird is that they all heavily prefer DeSantis. <laughs> he's he's really locked down the anime vote. It's bizarre. You know? I don't know why. They're Naruto running to the polls to vote for him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Episode title! Yeah, we're not going to do better than that. Let's wrap it up. What did everybody right. think of their beer? 
Uh, I had Lord Hobo's Atomic Doom Black Double IPA with coffee. Um, I've been, I've been uh, most of the way through it. Uh, it's warmed up a little, which opened up a few of kind of the, some of the sort of, uh, more dark flavors, I'll say, like toasty, malty coffee. Like, I'm not sure I still get coffee. I'm not get, willing to give them that so much as just kind of like toasted malt. Um, other than that, it's like pretty inoffensive, honestly. Like, uh, if, if I had closed my eyes and tried this and just another generic IPA, I'm not sure I'd be able to like, pick out the one that's like the black double IPA with coffee versus just like kind of a run of the mill IPA. Um, it's a little, little hoppy, a little bitter. Uh, it's kind of clean on the palate, which I like. Um, there's maybe a little toasty malty, but if I wasn't looking for it and if it didn't look like this super dark color, I'm not sure I'd, uh, not sure I'd recognize it. So that was kind of a little disappointing. You know, I was expecting a bit of a, a bit of an adventure and I got kind of just a, a, Normal walk to the grocery store. Um, <laughs> so I'll give it uh four, honestly. Like sure. Nothing terribly wrong with it, just isn't nearly as uh nearly as adventurous as I was hoping it would be. Yeah, sometimes that's the way it goes. I had Benedictiner Fest beer, five point eight percent. Uh it was yeah, it was alright. Crackers and I think dried apricot is a little bit of what I was getting there. But overall, pretty clean, inoffensive, drinkable. Um, I'll give this a six. And uh, I don't really know who to recommend it to. I mean, I don't know that there's a particular set of people that would like this more than any other people. It's, like, fine, but it doesn't fulfill any role that a different beer couldn't necessarily fill. Does that make sense? Yes. There's no There's no use case. There's no specific use case for it, yeah. Like the blockchain, it has no applicable use case in real life. Yeah, pretty Whoa! much. Oh, scorching hot take. Yeah, I, mean, I like that one. Oh, boy. Uh, Sam? Uh, yeah, you know me. I'm always up in here with Pipeworks Brewing Company, Pastrami on Rye. <laughs> Feels like every episode I'm up in here drinking Pipeworks Brewing Company, Pastrami on Rye. You'll never catch you not uh, drinking on rye over here. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Boris. Bad job. Um yeah. so I I I mentioned the smoke flavor coming from the smoke malt. We're not talking Roush beer levels of smoke. We're talking just some subtle light smoke. Um and I think I alluded to savory flavors that I had to unpack, and I think the thing is I can't. Because in the same way as when you get a pastrami and it has that, like, uh, seasoning brine or whatever on it, where you're like, I don't actually know what this is, but it's bringing a lot of flavor to the party. I think probably it's things like black pan, black pepper, coriander seed, red pepper, mustard seed. I, I can pick out black pepper. I couldn't pick out the rest. It's just, like, savory blend. And they might have been better served just saying savory blend because I do get that. I don't get these specific flavors, but that's probably asking too much. Um, so they have succeeded at making a pastrami on rye beer, which is weird. Uh, my main criticism could have used more rye. Mm. Um, but I thought this was really tasty. Very up my alley. Very, very strange. Uh, well hidden booze. So I'm going to give it a 7.7. 7. Uh, and if you want a sandwich beer, do this. Do this strange thing. I would like to try that. Much more than the pickle beer you had. I'm into They're the pickle good. beer, honestly. I, I kind of want to add them side by side. I think they complement <laughs> each other. <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, Boris. Merry Christmas to you once it arrives. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah to both of you. Yep. Sam, happy Hanukkah. I hope you get some more uh, gifts that allow you to interact with your children effectively. I hope not. <laughs> that that seems on brand for you. That's why you need those gifts. <laughs> uh, listener, if you want to tell us about your wonderful holiday gifts uh, and make us jealous, wait, envious, 
you can email us at brucedaytuesdaypodcast at gmail.com or you can comment on our links at brucedaytuesdaycom. We'll see you next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Here comes a tear. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy. Forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your matters. Did you notice that omission there, Boris? Uh, what omission? We're off Twitter. Oh, we're off Twitter. Okay. He, he didn't drop the Twitter because uh, we yeah. deactivated the Twitter. Well, as evidenced by the last time I tried to do the sign-off, I do not listen to that part <laughs> in one yeah. ear, out the other. Uh, sure. Emails. Yeah, there's only two things for you to remember. Cause two, that, things, two things I can maybe remember. That sounds much more manageable. Three things was just like, that's too much, man.